המגרסה. Good evening and good morning whenever you are. I'm Yuval and you're listening to the Cutting Edges podcast, the podcast which makes sense in the world of mess, which we like to call the world of web series. Today, you will listen to the podcast which we recorded a couple of weeks ago with Meredith Burkholder, the founder and the director of the Berlin Web Fest, which is about to take place on the 7th and 8th of September. During the recording, we had some technical difficulties as it was the first podcast which we recorded internationally. which is just a fancy way to say that Meredith was in Berlin and we were in Tel Aviv, and we used a new software in order to record. So, without further ado, enjoy the podcast. So, hi, Meredith. Hi, Yvonne. Good to talk to you. Great. We're really glad to have you here with us today, although it's only electronically, not physically. So, tell us, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, very busy putting together the last details uh, for Webfest Berlin. It's just, uh, just a few short weeks away, so it's crunch time here in Berlin. Cool. Okay, Mary, so we'll start from the beginning, because, I, because it's the first podcast that we're having with someone who specializes, I would say, uh, in the world of the web festivals, or as they're being called, usually Webfests. Um, so I would love to hear from you. If you could tell us a bit about yourself and how did you get into the world of web series? So I am uh, originally from Dallas, Texas, um, but I lived for 10 years in New York where I was working in television, a lot of production management, things like this um, for... A couple of years, well, I was there for 10 years, but working a lot in, in production for photo shoots as well. And I got really burnt out and I was working in a lot of reality TV and making stuff that I wasn't really proud of and I wasn't really excited about and paying people really not very good rates to do that. And so I, um, I ended up leaving New York and starting Fresh in Berlin. And while I was here, I was looking for... Or you know who needed somebody on set somewhere maybe and found a little web series called Mission Back Up Earth um, and helped out a bit on their production and that show ended up winning the grand jury prize at the Melbourne Web Fest mm-hmm. which meant that it got into the Marseille Web Fest and the LA Web Fest and I started to learn about all of these different festivals um, and then the creator of the show Alex Fander, He came back from L.A. and he said, hey, you know, I, I met this guy that makes the L.A. Web Fest. His name's Michael Jacque. And he thinks that Berlin would be a really good you know, place to make a festival. What do you think? You know, I'm too busy, but it seems like something you might want to do. And I said, yeah, well, I think so. Let me see. So I met Michael um, in Ludwigsburg where he'd come to speak once. And then I went down to the Marseille Web Fest and I started to hear the conversations that were happening around web series. I started to see more web series. series and I started to really I just I fell in love it was a place where people could tell whatever stories they wanted to and they could look at different distribution models and it wasn't all about just kind of making the same thing for a mass audience that had to go on at you know 8 p.m on a Thursday night it was it was anything and everything and so I thought all right I'm gonna do this in Berlin <laughs> for how long have you been the director of the festival Uh, this is going to be our fourth edition coming up in September. So um, it's definitely grown a lot um, and bigger and faster than I had actually expected to start with, which is really exciting. Um, sure. But yeah, between 
our first edition and this edition now, it's a, it's a, it's a different thing. I mean, I think we have a lot of the same, um, the same feeling in the event. Like it's very, it's comfortable as much as we start to get more and more buyers or, or bigger studios in the room. Um, but it's still really comfortable and it still kind of puts everybody on the same playing field to kind of sort out the direction of this industry together. Cause I think no one really knows for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's the big mystery. The mystery of what is a web series and how do you make a good one? Um, yeah. I'd really love to hear from you. From you. Um, you talked about a bit about the process of how you became the founder of the web, of the Berlin Webfest. I'm curious to maybe hearing a little more in detail about how do you basically start? You said that you visited some uh, web festivals that you met, uh, some people who were more, who had some experience in running and direct and being directors in web festivals. I would really love to hear from you, like maybe one specific experience that you think was unique or special to the world of which series. And going through with that question is also maybe talking about what is it exactly like in a web fest? Because I think it's, uh, as you said, it's a pretty new phenomenon in the world. And I was wondering, if it, does it feel like any other, say, a movie, a cinema festival or, or TV series festival, or does it have anything special about this kind of festival? Um, well, I think, yeah, I, I think it's actually kind of the same answer to all of this question, honestly. Um, when I started, yeah, we had, you know, Michael Jacques, who was the founder of the first web festival, which was um, the LA Web Fest. Um, and he's since passed away this last year, which was a huge loss for our community. Um, but that's exactly what it is, as a community. You know, he was really out there encouraging people to start a festival and say, you know, you can do it. You can make it happen wherever you are. Um, and so the same year that I started my festival, they also started um, the Sicily Web Fest and the Rio Web Fest and the Bilbao Web Fest and uh, the Seoul Web Fest and the Dublin Web Fest. So this one year... In 2015, there were a lot of festivals starting. Um, and I think we really rely a lot on one another. We're not, you know, associated as kind of, you know, we're not some one big company or something like that. We're just all kind of independent people making festivals that, you know, for the first time for most of us, that we had to kind of learn as we went and to ask one another and to really rely on one another. And I think that's what's so special about The web series community to start with it's just that when you come to the festival it's it's a real community you know it's it's not like I think in a lot of film festivals um, people can get really competitive and um, you know different filmmakers are a bit competitive with one another but at a web fest you know not only do you make great business contacts or or contacts of, of other filmmakers to collaborate with or someone to To sell your show to or produce your show but you also really legitimately leave with friends really good what you know who are now for sure my lifelong friends because there's such a warm and inviting atmosphere at all of the web fests I think that people really you know like I'm saying before is it's no one really knows what's the right answer and so I think everybody really respects one another's opinion about what's happening or what the future might be or you You know everyone has a lot of respect for people that go outside of the box and and take a big risk with your show because that's you know what's what web series are about is is kind of playing and and not doing the 
the same thing that we see over and over again on television. Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful uh, answer. I think that it also, well, I'm, I'm wondering if, if because web series, well, from my perspective, and it might be a very uh, subjective perspective, well, it's obviously a subjective perspective, but from my perspective, um, web series is some sort of a niche in the world today of uh, general entertainment, of general media. And I, I wonder from your perspective, do you think that is it bound to to stay as some sort of a niche in the world of TV, cinema, web series, different uh, platforms for which you can create online content? Is it going to stay some sort of a niche or is it going to become a bigger part in people's life and the way that they get their content? Yeah, it's, um, it's a tricky question because I think um, inherently right now we're seeing a lot of uh, splintering of audiences because right now you can go and you can choose exactly what you want to watch you don't have to sit and watch just what's coming on your broadcast television so if I'm a big fan of horror I can go straight to the horror and just watch the horror and not have to worry about something else um, that being said I think we kind of have been through different periods of of you know platforms emerging that's that specifically deal with uh, one genre or one format and then now we're kind of starting to see things rebundling I think as people were cutting off their cable and then getting a bunch of dis- different subscriptions to things and then now it got a bit too confusing and there's a turn a bit back towards a rebundling but a rebundling of streaming platforms so that you have one place to go to find those things. Um, you know, will this kind of slide back the other way in the next few years? I think that's totally possible. <laughs> you know, I, I, but I do think that um, I, as much as the rebundling happens, I think we'll see more channels or more platforms within those bundles that deal specifically with short form. Um, because I think as we get further along and we have these times in our days where we can be consuming content, whether it's, you know, on the train, on the way to work, or it's standing in line or um, any kind of short time that you have, we've all got these devices in our hands that we can be uh, consuming content. Um, And so I think that the web series really has a place there as a short format, something that you can take in quickly, you know, when you're there. And I don't think that it's necessarily taking the place or going to replace cinema or film or TV. I think it fills in a gap in our time that we couldn't consume content beforehand. Um, And I think that he also coming from, you know, now there's a lot of talk about this um, Katzenberg platform that's coming out and, you know, raising a billion dollars in in startup funding. And, And so you see that there's, there's big players involved that are interesting, interested and that see the value. And I think in a lot of countries, you're starting to see public platforms pop up with just short form content because it's a lot of times a way to as well reach um, a younger target audience that's definitely stopped turning on their television and consumes most of their video either on their computer or on their, um, on their tablet or on their mobile phone. And so then in order to reach that audience, you know, advertisers and everyone else who wants to reach them doesn't quite know how. And I think that's where we're starting to sort out, okay, how can you reach this audience? 
Where is the advertising model behind that? Is it still an advertising model that we use moving forward for entertainment? You know, I think there's just a lot of questions that are still unanswered and that we're still experimenting around. Yeah. Actually, you said something very interesting. It's not in the question that I was planning to ask, but I will ask. Um, <laughs> you said that you, that web series and web and, and online content is uh, very, is going to fill some sort of a free gap in our time to our day, which we couldn't have uh, consumed content during up until now, but now it's possible. And obviously it makes sense that the younger crowd Younger, even I'm 28, I not necessarily am all the time having the need to, to watch my iPhone, though I know that my younger cousins who are maybe 18 are much more into it today. And I was wondering, referring to Wellfest, how does your crowd look like on your festival? I just small story. I attended the Jerusalem Film Festival several weeks ago. One of the things that were talked in one of the panels, Uh, was that the crowd in uh, film festivals is getting much older. And not many young people are coming to those festivals. And I was wondering, how does the crowd look like in a web festival? Um, well, generally, we see that there is a lot younger of, a, of an age group, for sure. Um, I mean, we're seeing filmmakers that are... You know anywhere from their early to mid-20s, but all the way up to... to 40 or so. I mean, of course, we see a wide range, but I think the, the, the meat of it is in this kind of like young filmmaker that's just um, left school maybe, and maybe this is the first thing they're trying and they see this moving on. And that's not at all to say that's the rule, though. I want to be clear that there are experienced filmmakers and, and middle-aged filmmakers that are making series also. Um, but I think that's also kind of the thing about a web fest is that They, we tend to not be really public facing. Um, we're a, more of an industry event. And so there's a lot of people that are filmmakers or people that are thinking about making it in a, a web series and not really sure and want to learn more about it. Or there's producers that are, that are interested in the format that are looking for writers or collaborators or, um, There's distributors or broadcasters or brands as well. This year, we, we've included a branded series section. So we have, um, it's, we, we kind of focus it as a, as a conference with screenings. Um, so it ends up being, yeah, a very kind of um, uh, industry audience. But that being said, even at other, you know, like at a, a trade show or a conference for most industries, definitely we are a far younger audience um, average age i think than than in most kind of professional events because it is you know they think the the buyers and the um the broadcasters and the producers they're looking for you know young hot talent that has a fresh perspective and and that isn't trying to do the same stuff that we've seen on television for years mm-hmm. i get i, I see it's very interesting to think about it as a as almost as an ori as an industry oriented event That can attract some say the normal regular people who aren't from the industry, but I think it kind of makes sense at the moment of this when this industry is not something that is very developed, so you don't don't have that uh, crowd who's just coming to participate in events or you know, watch the red carpet because there isn't really a, a, a thing like that in those festivals. I have another question wondering about uh, you talked about the community. 
uh, of the web festivals. And I was wondering, from your perspective, how do you see, what, what is the goal of a web festival uh, from your perspective? I think, um, or to start with, one of my major pushes personally was to kind of legitimize the medium. I think that people kind of had this idea that web series were kind of, you know, not going to be very professional and not really well made and, and just some kids kind of messing around at home or something. Um, and I think that that was pretty quickly um, cleared up. I think when you, when you start to see the quality and the, the creativity and the innovation behind the projects in web festivals around the world, you're, I think as, as soon as you can show someone the content, they are shocked, surprised, and in love because they can't believe, wow, I, I never knew that there was such high quality here and that it was, you know, they were really amazing stories. Um, so I think that was kind of the initial thing was just to bring, put all of these series on a stage, on a global platform to show everyone, hey, look at what's happening. Um, and I think now we're moving on to a place where we're really trying to push the market forward and get um, the studios and the broadcasters and the platforms to take notice of, hey, this is where you can find really, really great series. You can find really talented filmmakers that are experienced in making something with shorter episodes um, and to really get these shows sold and get these shows made because I think we're still at a point where... Yeah, there are a few lucky people and it is coming more and more that have that are commissioned to make a web series. But there's still a lot of series out there that are, you know, crowdfunded and pulled together by, you know, whatever savings you happen to have and whatever favors you can call in from, you know, anywhere, you know, anyone from. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a real investment from the creator that that then we're trying to to give them a place to make good on their investment. Yeah, so basically, I guess your, your goal is to help the creators get uh, the reverb, the, the effect that they want their series to, to have yeah. um, so they can reach yeah. more people in more places, let's say. Um, exactly. And I think also we, there's another big point is that we have, you know, some, some broadcasters or people from um, bigger studios or traditional filmmakers that, um, that come in and they want to learn. You know, they're, they're revamping the whole digital department of their, um, of their platform and they need to know where to start or what's going on and what are the trends and, and you know, what's, what's happening in this world. And so we really try and educate everybody you know even talking to broadcasters about you know how to work with younger talent that maybe isn't used to working in the same workflow that they've done forever and how do we how do you produce things from their side as a, as a co-producer and to keep kind of the creativity fresh with a younger creator but not stifling them you know so I think there's something for everyone to really kind of get in the same room and exchange ideas and Hopefully, with that all together, we can really move things forward. Sure. Very, very interesting, I must say. It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of things being said from a person like yourself, because it's, uh, at least from where we are at in Israel, we don't really have uh, maybe other than one major um, platform, which is like a government-funded platform, Uh, we don't really have any major body or media that is oriented towards creating uh, web content, which is very interesting to hear, to, to know, 
and thinking about what you just said. But I'll take us to a completely different direction now, which is a surprise direction, is that just mm-hmm. days ago I've seen you posting on Facebook that on the upcoming festival in Berlin, you're going to have a new development grant. Exactly, exactly. Tell us about it. It sounds so exciting. Is it the first one? Yes, it is the first time. I am so, so, so excited about this. I, I can't even believe it's actually happening. <laughs> We've partnered with uh, Deutsche Telekom, Mm-hmm. And um, they are looking into, they're starting to produce their own short form series. And so um, at WebFest Berlin, we will be having a pitch contest. Um, it's only four series that are created in, um, in German language. But yeah, the winner, there will be five pitches that are chosen to pitch live at the festival. And of those five, uh, Telecom will choose one to give a 20,000 euro prize uh, for developing their project. And then once the project um, has been developed, uh, then Telecom will have the first look right to produce that series uh, for up to 130,000 euros, which is a, a great, awesome, a, a fantastic budget from what we're seeing to really like make something happen and make it happen in a, in a good way. So it's, um, it's really, it's a big jump for us. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it sounds amazing, amazing to hear that there's such a thing and to know that it's the first one, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is really. I can't wait that we get to give someone 20,000 euros to develop a web series. I mean, it just, um, um, I, I, before, I didn't think it would happen this quickly or that we're moving so fast. And it's really, really, I, I just, you know, this is exactly the kind of thing that I want to be able to, to do and to make you know, to get creators work out there and to really, you know, help them get it made that they don't have to, you know, starve to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, it really sounds amazing. Um, so my next question is a little different. Uh, it's a, it's a wondering, it's a guessing, it's a guessing game, guessing question. Um, wondering what do you think lies in the future for web series? Uh, what, what, what is it about to happen, whether it's content-wise or maybe, although you talk about a bit about platform-wise, is it going to be more international? I'll just say something small about a couple of, maybe a month ago, I made an item for the Cutting Edges uh, magazine that talked about the fact that there's something about web series that is very, very local on the level mm-hmm. that there are many, many web series that are being made around the world, and The, the, the most uh, international language is English, so you would say, well, there probably should be like subtitles for the origin language, but also in English. So people who are not from uh, Ukraine or Chile or uh, Germany would understand what they say, but there are many, many websites that aren't even translated into English. And I was wondering, from your perspective, do you think that this thing will change? Would it become much more global in the sense that people will be able to watch things from every country uh, and will have the, the ability to understand absolutely absolutely I mean I think that's one thing you'll see in all web fest or all web series festivals really you see shows from around the world I mean I, I think we've got something like 18 or 20 countries in our in our selection this year we had I think almost 30 countries uh, submitting to the festival this year it is a hugely global global festival Um, really and I think that um, we're seeing more and more people are more open to 
watching things with subtitles, you know, even, um, I mean, now this is a couple of years ago, but I remember when um, the Sundance channel in the United States, they bought Deutschland uh, Dian Oxisch and they aired it in on television in German with uh, English subtitles. And that was a really, you know, big moment, I think. And when you started to see a shift, and I think we see that a lot now that um, I think um, HBO is going to be making all of their content um, that they've made locally available on their platform uh, for every country, not just in the countries that they're made. We're seeing really a, a shift in interest as well from people to see content from other places. Um, so I think we'll see absolutely more of that. Um, and then I think we'll also start to see some more interactive series start to take shape. Um, we've got a few in our official selection this year, um, but I think we that, that um, there's a lot more interaction between the viewer and what they're watching, whether it's kind of a choosing your own adventure sort of thing, or it's about... Um, about, you know, adding a, a level of gamification um, to an extent uh, that kind of keeps the user engaged. I think we've seen a big deal happen recently between Netflix and a gaming company as well. So I think, you know, we'll get to a point where maybe your remote control is also, you know, your your controller. You know, we see things like also, I think, um, Xbox, they're doing a, a, some... some um, console first uh, uh, content that, that they're gearing just towards the users of the console. And I think we're, we're going to see things start to shift a little bit there. So you said it's going to get more, more we're going to have more of a, more, more diverse and it's going to be more specific. Um, right. I think more diverse and more, more interactive, you know, I think that, um, I think gaming is a huge kind of, um, inspiration um as far as an industry for web series as well so there's a lot of you know independently creative games and the industry really started to work that way and i think the gaming audience is also really loyal and and really eager to be early adopters if you will um and i think that you kind of see things that grow out of the gaming community that way that i think web series falls really really closely in line with mm -hmm. cool sounds very interesting Um, do you think there's anything else that would, would might that might surprise us or might happen in the world of web series that people don't really know about yet? Something that you see from where you stand? Um, I think that we're going to see a lot more um, funds open up to web series. I think that the industry is really going to start to move. You know, I think this. Um, what we're doing with Deutsche Telekom is a huge kind of marker in how the larger studios are looking at short form series and starting to take them seriously and seeing that they need to be in the game. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more respect for those creators who are making these series and that their, um, their, their productions are, are valued. Um, I think as the, we see in different countries kind of in France, Australia and um, <clears throat> Canada specifically, Those are countries where the government stepped in early with um, subsidies and funding for web series specifically. And now in those countries, you see very, very high quality series. And you see also the 
industry has grown up around them. Um, and I think as those funds open up in different uh, countries, we're seeing that a lot happening in Germany now that then um, the uh, the studios start to, to follow suit and they start to put their own investments in as well. And I think we're really on the edge of, of getting some, some great budgets out there and um, a lot more series being commissioned. Okay. So my last question, unless we'll have some surprise questions coming up, is mm-hmm. what do you think are the important, like what we hope, what we think, that most of our listeners are usually web series creators or people who are related to the web series world. Do you think, or can you share with us the things that web series creators should know about web festivals but they never thought about asking? Yes, for sure. I think they, I think that the main thing is that you need to go to the festivals when your show is in or even if, it, if, even if your show didn't get into the festival, to go and to meet the people and to learn. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's all web series. It's all digital anyway. Why on earth would I need to talk to someone in person when we can email and Skype and I can send them these things, you know, back and forth um, electronically. But I think that it's really, you cannot overestimate the power of face-to-face communication and in really learning from the people that are there and learning from the other series that, that, that you see there. I think that's a huge thing as well for web series creators is to watch other web series. You talk to so many creators and say, Oh, well, which, which series do you like? Or what are you thinking about doing? Oh, and they say, Oh, I don't really watch web series. And it's like, well, you need to get out there and, and, and see what's out there to really, you know, I think, also open up your own mind to be inspired and to see, you know, how could you could do things differently and to understand the trends involved. Um, and I think lastly, and maybe this is something that most people are kind of caught on to at this point, but you have to do your own marketing and you need to set aside, you know, part of your budget for your series, for marketing, for festival submissions. These things are really, really important to plan for from the beginning. Um, if you can't just, I think we all are at the point where most people know that, you know, you can't just upload your series onto YouTube and, and sit back and wait and, and hope that, you know, you're going to go viral, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work. There's a lot to do and a lot to prepare, um, after your show is finished, um, to really get it out there and to get it seen by the right people and to, to really get some traction with it. Um, so I think those are definitely my biggest pieces of advice for every every series creator. <laughs> All right. Meredith, it was really, really, really interesting to talk to you. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, no, I just, I want to thank you so much. I'm glad that it's been interesting for you. And um, I hope that uh, Israel sees a, uh, a web fest coming in its future. Oh, yes, this is a very, very great home that we have here. We might even, we, we might also be working on it. I'm trying to start to work on it here. Um, and so thank you very, very much again, Edith. It was really a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, and we'll be in contact. And have a great day. Sounds good. Thank you so much, you all. It's been Bye. so much fun. Bye. Bye.